Hey, before we get to the bullshit, quick reminder, follow us on Instagram at listen to this why you shit. Follow us on Twitter at listen and shit. And if you have the time, go over to our Apple podcast page and give us a rating review, whether you love the podcast or you hate the podcast. Tell us why you hate or love it. Thanks for listening. Let's get to the bullshit. Ten premiered tonight. Well, yesterday. It's finally over with. A five-week journey has come to a finish. And I'm here to talk about it. I am here to talk about it. Uh welcome back once again to another episode of the List Citizens Why We Should Podcast, the home of Potty Miles, fast growing podcast, and history of podcast. Do not Google that. That is a fact, though. Who are you going to believe, me or Google? Uh, once again, I'm your host, Dom Sharp. And I'm here to talk about, review, give my uneducated takes on The Last Dance, the Jordan Doc. Um, episodes 9 and 10, the finale, premiered Sunday night, which was the 17th. I actually just watched it this morning because, my, like I said last episode, my sleep schedule has completely restarted itself. So I go to sleep at 8.30 now. Nine o'clock sometimes, so I did not watch it last night. I did not watch it, so I rewatched it this morning on uh, Put Locker One Two Three Movies. I stole it. Shh, don't tell the folks. Shh, don't tell them people. So that's the harder. It was hard as shit to find episode nine. It was so hard to find it. It was so weird. Like people had episode ten already up there. Episode nine. I want to get into this real fast before I get into the actual details of the doc. What's up with Netflix? Like why? How come it's not on Netflix already? Like I, I would have thought that I googled that it should, I, I googled that it's gonna be on Netflix. I believe, I believe Google said July thirteenth or fourteenth. I, I would have thought that as soon as ESPN was done airing it on television, that it would just be on Netflix next day. That would I would have thought. I thought that would be like the best way, like to keep the conversation going. But instead, it's not gonna be up until July, like July. That's. That's stupid to me. Like, I, I would have thought, like, I get ESPN is probably going to play the reruns of it for the next four or five weeks because there's literally no sports, nothing to talk about right now. Even though there are some talks of, like, basketball coming back with no fans and football coming back and in, 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 uh, the fall with no fans. So we shouldn't be, we shouldn't go too far without without sports anymore. I mean, I'm not counting baseball because that's not a real sport. But even though, like, they don't have anything else to air right now, I would have thought that Netflix would have just been like, no, nah, we need it as soon as y'all done. But nah, it's not coming up to July 4th. So it was actually July 14th. So actually hard as fuck to find the episodes. Like I found episode 10 rather quickly, but episode 9 I could not find. But um, I want to talk more like in totality of the doc today. Cause I don't I don't really feel the need to um discuss episodes nine and ten. I feel like everything that everything that I could possibly learn. I've learned in the first eight episodes and I've recounted that for four episodes now. So I don't really feel the need to like 
tell you what I learned or new things I noticed about Jordan because I don't I don't think that would be interesting. I would think talk about more about in totality what the doc has done. Um, I was talking to my homie Cam this morning. Me and Cam was on the phone for like four or five hours this morning, and um, I was talking. We, we were talking about the Jordan versus LeBron thing, and um, this is gonna be a thing that's gonna happen forever. Like no matter what, no matter no matter doc or not, no doc or doc. The, the Jordan versus LeBron debate is going to be a thing that happens forever. Kobe Bryant was kind of removed from it, at, like, before he passed away. But, like, Kobe really did. I, that's, that's just so weird for me to say. But, like, before he passed, it was, like, more of a – it was more of a, like, Kobe move out of the way type of situation because we knew Kobe, Kobe – Kobe may have – Kobe may have Kobe – Kobe had the same competitive energy that uh, Jordan had, but I don't think skill-wise he was ever, like, really as skilled as LeBron – but I was talking to Cam about this shit this morning, and Cam was like, yo, LeBron's the GOAT still to me. And I was like, how? Like, how do you like how do you watch this doc and you walk out of it still with LeBron's the GOAT tape? Like, I don't like I don't know if he was just being counterculture, or maybe like it's because like he never actually got to saw him play live, which is a take like I had for a while. Like I never got to saw like I never saw Le- like I never saw Jordan play live. So my whole life, LeBron was my GOAT. Cause he was the guy I grew up with. He was the guy I watched. He was the guy I idolized. Like you, know what I'm saying like like when I went to the court and played basketball and I was dominant. I'm like I'm I'm fucking LeBron on you niggas. But in 1997 or whatever, you was probably saying oh yeah I'm I'm Jordan on you niggas right now. But that was different. Like that was that was 22 years ago. You know what I'm saying so for me it was like LeBron's my guy. But I don't know how you walk out of that documentary, that 10 part documentary, and say LeBron's still the goat. And I think is I think is I think I I've come around on it because I like like I've said I've said this take on a, on this series before I think that like LeBron may be a better athlete than Jordan like like if I was starting the team today and I had a number one pick in a draft and I got to choose who I was going to take number one overall I had number one overall pick I'm one hundred percent taking LeBron number one overall like I'm going to take LeBron number one overall LeBron is just a better athlete period like LeBron's a better specimen that sounds racist but I'm black so whatever. Like he's a, he's a better specimen, like a physical specimen. He's a physical freak. If I had to take a guy number one overall, I'm taking LeBron. But the guy who picks after me, whatever whoever whoever they may be, he's picking Michael Jordan number two. And that number two pick of Michael Jordan is going to be better than Mike. It's going to be better than the LeBron pick overall, because I think the Michael Jordan competitiveness is unmatched. Like his will to win is unmatched. Like. Like let's let, let's talk about episode ten for a little bit, just to give a recap of actually what happened tonight. Um, well, yesterday, um, the the game six of the Utah series, Scottie Pippen goes out early. Like first play of the game, he gets the ball, gets a dunk in his back, back blows out. He already had back issues walking into that game, but he gets that play early, and his immediately he's like, I can't do this no more. So Phil had already asked Mike before the game. He said it later on. He said, Phil asked him, like, yo, can you play 48 minutes tonight? Mike was like, yeah, I can play 48, no problem. But he he made that. He said that before he knew fucking Pippen was going to go out for most of the game. So not only did he have to like, carry the team on his fucking back, he had to carry the team without his his number two. Like, Rodman was there, but Rodman's not a scorer. Rodman doesn't get buckets. Rodman thing is, oh, I'm going to be an energy guy. I'm going to get the rebounds. I'm going to play defense. I'm going to do the dirty work. That's who Rodman is, right? So without his number two, his number two score, he really had to put the whole team on his back, and he did it. His will to, like, he said, he had just played 40 minutes the game before. 
coming off, I think it was one or two nights rest. He just he just played 40 minutes the game before. He's in his 30s, right? And doing that against uh people with I listen, he was getting guarded by a white dude. I know I know Twitter, I know Twitter in my generation, like we like to make those jokes like, yo, LeBron, like fucking fucking Jordan was playing fucking against against Mailman and LeBron would dominate. I think that still might be a case. But for by all accounts, John Hornisack was the guy who was guarded guarding him is uh all-time defender. So by all accounts, he was getting he was getting defended by a guy who could defend, who could play defense. And he still, I believe he walked into the fourth quarter with, with 29 points. On that last play of the game where he comes down, fucking John Stockton makes the threes. 41 seconds left. Phil calls a timeout. Phil called a timeout. Uh, they come out the timeout. Jordan gets a quick bucket. It's quick, quick bucket, drives in the lane, a layup, uh, off the glass, drops. 37 seconds left. They come down on defense. And Jordan knew in his mind. He said that, yo, like, all game they have been running this thing where they get it, where they get the ball, the curl on a low post. Like, not on the elbow, but, like, two, maybe four feet away from the basket. They get it to him on a low post right, right on the right side. And he backed down Rodman. And Rodman and Carl have been, like, beefing all night. Like, they've been going at it. They've been going to work all night. But this night in particular, niggas was like, like, he was, like, Carl wanted this shit tonight. And, like, Jordan saw that. So, Jordan, instead of, like, when the ball got tossed down to Carl in the post, instead of, like, Jordan following his guy who who was, who was like, supposed to clear out to make the, like, Jordan's man was supposed to clear out to make, like, room for Carl. Instead of Jordan clearing out, he stayed. And when he stayed, Carl didn't see Jordan. So, he came in through and ripped him. He ripped him and took the ball down. Phil... One of the greatest coach in the history of basketball doesn't call a timeout, which is probably the best thing to do in that situation. Like he said, like, don't give the defense time to, like, actually draw up a play to stop you. Like, make them have to stop you off live ball, which is the best thing to do. Jordan says, nah, okay, either I'm going to drive or I'm going to get a jump shot. He knew what he was going to do immediately. So he starts to drive, and he feel his guy, like, holding him on a drive. So he steps back. People say he pushed off, but, like, in the highlights, it looked like a push-off. But, like, if you know the laws of fucking momentum, if you're already going this way, if you're already leaning, a little tap on the wrist, a, a, a little tap on the hip, it's not a push-off. That's like a, oh, this, it's, it was more of for Jordan to get momentum to, to fucking snatch back than it was for him to push him back. So he snapped back, jump shot. That story by itself talks about his competitiveness. I don't think LeBron got that at him. Like I fucking love. Like, don't get me. I'm not. I'm not about to. Like, like this doc hasn't turned me into a LeBron hater all of a sudden. That's not. That's not. That's. That's not the case at all. Like, I am still like a LeBron fan, a LeBron stand at some points and shit. But I can see both sides, and that's what separates a fan from a stand. See, a stand is gonna rock with you regardless. Like, regardless of what the information, new information may arise, and the stand gonna be like, the stand is gonna disregard all of that and be like, no, this is my guy. Me just being a fan, I see the new information, I go, well, maybe, and I take that new information in, and I change my opinion. My opinion has changed. They're like, there's no way I can walk outside of the last dance doc and still say to myself confidently that LeBron is the best player of all time. Like, there's there's literally no other competition. And Cam says that uh, LeBron been to 10 finals. Okay, like I get it. Like I, I, I get how dominant LeBron has been over the past almost two decades now. I get how dominant he has been. Like that's not lost on me. Like I lived it. Like I lived through his dominance. Like that isn't something that's lost on me. I was around for all of his dominance, but that doesn't change the fact 
that Jordan was just as dominant, but he won more. Like, cool, LeBron has been in, like, 10 finals. I I, pre, I love that. Like, I, I watched all of them. Jordan been to six, and he won six. If that doesn't scream competitiveness to me, I don't know what does. Jordan is the same guy who, to get over the hump of Detroit, he saw that his body wasn't strong enough. He saw he was getting pushed around. Went into the offseason, got stronger, came back and beat Detroit the next year. He did that. He did it. He did a thing like twice in his career. The second time was after he came back from baseball. He saw he wasn't in basketball shape no more. Got back in shape that offseason. Won seventy two games. It was the best team of all time until the Warriors did it in 2017. So don't like like. There's no like. I think there's there's a comparison to be made, but I don't think there's ever going to be a point in time where I come out the gate and say LeBron's better than Jordan. This is coming from a twenty two year old, right? This is I'm, I'm I'll be twenty three in October. I watched LeBron my whole life. LeBron has LeBron was LeBron is my guy. Like he is the guy I look up to. Like. In ten years, when the fucking LeBron doc come on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show my nephew. I'm gonna show my nephews the LeBron doc. Like, yo, watch this. Like, this is this is this is history. But even in that same sense, I'm gonna be like, yo, watch this. This is the second best player of all time. And like, second best isn't like like second like second best has a negative connotation when it comes down to certain things. But when it comes down to like a team oriented sport like this, where like where like the number one guy is probably the best the best player in the history of sports like there's no comp there's there's no more competition there's no more talking there is there is no more this that and the third like there there isn't any more of that jordan said something in episode 10 and that he was like yo like i'm he's still hurt that he couldn't win seven you think you think lebron stays up all night think about the the finals he lost no and I can't make the argument like, yo, Jordan, Jordan and LeBron's upbringing was different, which is true. Like, in a documentary, we learned that Jordan is so competitive because he wanted his dad's attention. Like, his competitiveness started at a young age where he saw his older brother getting his, getting his dad's attention because he was good at basketball. So Jordan said, oh, so this is what I got to do to get my dad's attention? Oh, I'm going to be better at basketball than my brother is, and I'm going to get my dad's attention. And he got it. And that's, I think that's why shit like that eats at him. Because if he's not the best, then what is he? I think that's why Jordan, in this whole documentary, is fucking smoking a cigar and sipping on fucking Henny through the whole documentary. Because, like, he's, he, got, he got all this competitiveness built up in him. But he has nowhere to place it anymore. Like, this man is... Michael Jordan is, like, 60 years old. And he's still... And he's still worried about a championship he, he possibly could have won. Michael Jordan is 57 years old. Played 15 NBA seasons. Like 15 NBA seasons is a lot. Most, I don't, but the average, the average in NBA is like, what, 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 maybe like four? That's maybe like the average amount of seasons a guy plays, four? Like 15 NBA, 15 NBA, 15 NBA seasons, 57, 57 years old. And he's still worried about a seven championship he possibly could have won. He said, I can't accept the fact that I didn't win that seventh one. Doug, I don't, like, like, I forget about shit like that. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll let shit go like that easily. Like, I play sports. Listen, this is a true story. 
I, I used to play for the uh, I used to play Pop Warner football when I was a kid. I used I used to play for the Blackhawks down North Philly for, for all my Philly listeners. You, you, you niggas know exactly who the Blackhawks was. So I played for the Blackhawks one year, and we got into the playoffs. It was like I don't know, we had a, we had an average record. We had tied the game, so I think that's how we got in. We got in, and then we played the Chargers from Frankfurt in like the first round of the playoffs, and we got our ass beat. Like they blew us the fuck out. It was this, no no it wasn't it wasn't the Chargers? It was the Aztecs. The Aztecs blew us the fuck out. The Aztecs like gave us they they gave us hell. Was game wasn't game was not close. Was, the game was the first I believe the first play of the game they scored like a big touchdown on his like seventy yard run. Like it was not it was not a close game from the beginning. And um, after that like 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 on the like on the bus home from the game like everybody else on my team was mad like niggas was heated like heated and me I wasn't so competitive. I was just like, yo, at least we get to have pizza now because everybody else, like all the other pounds on on the team, because I don't know if you have power in football where it's like it's different pounds. So like all the other pounds after after the season ended, everybody had pizza party. And I was like, well, at least we get a pizza party. Niggas looked at me like I was crazy. Niggas was like, bro, what? Fuck you mean a pizza party? We just lost a playoff game. And you talking about a pizza party? Like if I would have said, if I would have said, if I would have said, said if I would if I would have said that sentence to Michael Jordan after a playoff loss, after a series loss, Michael Jordan would rip my fucking head off. Like, Michael Jordan's the same guy that told Horace Grant, yo, bro, you can't eat. Fuck out of here. You can't eat, bro. There's no food for you. He's the same dude, the same guy. So I think that like people need to respect, like, I think that I think there's I don't think there's a lack of respect for Michael Jordan. I think there's a lack of understanding of how much of how much of the goat he actually is. Like he's like there's no there's no there's no competition. There's in this podcast has really just been me sucking Jordan's dick for about 17 minutes now. But there's there's no competition. Where's the competition? There there isn't any. Like there's no, there's no if fans or buts about who's the goat anymore. I think that's the main point that I wanted to get across today. That there's no, there's no more conversation about who's the goat. Only way, only way LeBron could ever be the goat. Cam said something to me earlier when we was on the phone. He's like, "Yo, what if?" He said, "What if LeBron won two more championships? Then he only got five. He's still not the goat. Only way LeBron ever is the goat is, is, is if he wins seven. If he wins seven, he's the goat. Because Jordan's still mad that he couldn't get seven. That's the only way. You can't tie. If he gets six, Mike Jordan's still the goat. He gets seven, he's the goat. Only way he's the goat. And seven, that that that, that may not be possible for LeBron. Like it just it just realistically may not be possible. Let's say like like realistically speaking, let's say LeBron James. Um, let's say because because the uh. The Lakers, the Lakers were like on track to possibly be the, um, possibly to be like the champions this year. Like, like, like they were on track. It possibly could have happened. Possibly, like the number one in the West. Cool. It possibly could have happened. Let's say they win that. That's that's four right there. That's four he got. He's thirty five. He he turned thirty six in December. That mean that mean he got about roughly four more years until he's forty. You think he went out? That means he got to win three out of four years to get seven. I don't think he does that. I, I just honestly don't think he do. And to be real, that's if Anthony Davis resigns because Anthony Davis is a free agent after this as offseason. Like 
he never signed an extension when he got traded. Like he he didn't sign an extension, so he's a free agent this offseason. So that's if Anthony Davis resigns. If he doesn't resign, LeBron doesn't win anymore. And it's not a knock on LeBron because I know it's starting to sound like I'm hating on LeBron, which is not the case. Like I fucking love LeBron. Like LeBron's LeBron's my guy. But when it caught like when we talking about the goat, like the greatest of all time in the sport, you can't you can't call a guy who who doesn't have that same competitive that same competitive energy. Like like I love LeBron, but there's no way we 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 you can tell me with a straight face that LeBron's the goat. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's just it's just how I feel. I believe it might have been um I forgot who was who was narrating beforehand at the, at the start of episode ten. I forgot who was narrating. But um he was saying that Michael Jordan's greatest power was his ability to be so present in the game. And that got me to thinking, if Michael Jordan played in this era, right, with as many distractions as we have, our cell phones, uh, so many so many channels, the gaming systems we have, like social media, like would he be able to be as present? Because you think about somebody like LeBron, LeBron, is, LeBron has to force himself to be president. Not president. He got, he has to force himself to be present. Like the whole zero dark thirty thing he does at the start of the playoffs is to force himself to be present. That is him making himself leave all the distractions alone so that he can be one hundred percent focused on the playoffs. That was Michael Jordan, regardless. So it got me to thinking like if 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 Michael Jordan was in his era, could he be as present as as he was in his? And my answer my answer came down to I don't know. Like, of course, that sounds like a cop out because, like, of course you don't know. I can't, I can't get a time machine and go back to 1991 and bring Jordan into this era. I can't. But I'm just saying, like, what? Like what? Like how? Like how, like, like the best players of the best players of our generation are 100 percent distracted by the nightlife. The the social media the women like everything when everything's at the tip at, like this right here this thing right here when you got whatever you need on this fucking phone how can you be just so focused and so present when you can literally have whatever you want i think that's michael's I, he said that but i think michael jordan's greatest strength was the era he played in like and, and this isn't saying like like granted, like I think I think uh the conversation people was having a few weeks ago that KD would dominate, he would have. But I'm not saying like against like the competition. I'm more saying of like the like distraction wise. Like he had, there was no distractions. Like it was so much harder to have a distraction back then than it is now. And I think that 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 feeds into the idea of like how he was so focused. He was so laser focused because it was easy to block everything out. If you didn't want to talk to people, you didn't have to talk to people. It was so easy to distance yourself. It was so easy to social distance. Nowadays, social distancing is like a thing that we say, like because of coronavirus and shit like that. But like when you talk about like just a a, a guy who wants to like be away from people, just socially distance himself, it's way harder. Like not and not just I'm not, I'm not talking about like six feet. 
I'm just talking about like period, being social with somebody through social media, through person, just social distancing yourself is so much harder. The only way to ever really social distance is to not have a phone, to not have one of these. It's the only way. It's the only way. Because you can, you can literally, you could, you could, you could take all of the social media apps off your phone. You could do that. But people will still have your phone number and call you. People will still text you. People will still email you. Only way to, to stop all that is to not have one of these and to be to, and to live off the grid. I know it's starting to sound like I'm making an argument. This this could be an argument for why LeBron is better than Jordan as well. This that, that argument could be made because LeBron has to play with more distractions. Like he has more distractions to at his disposal. Like LeBron LeBron plays in a social media area era where like he can tweet out right now, yo, I want to leave Los Angeles. And that would be like big news. And that's just the facts of it. Like he could tweet that out right now and it would be like huge news. ESPN, especially in these times where we don't have anything else to keep us occupied. He could tweet that out right now and ESPN would talk about that for two weeks. So I don't know. It's such a like it's such a hard question that I ask myself. Let's talk about um I want to talk about Dennis Rodman for a second. Dennis Rodman invented yo, when I'm at work, you got my 100% attention, but when I'm not at work, I'm going to do what the fuck I want. He like he, like he created that mentality. Like Dennis Rodman is the is, is the godfather of that. Dennis Rodman decided that, yo, like fuck, fuck the NBA Finals. I get that, you know. We tied one one with the the Jazz and all that. I get, I understand that. That's cool and all that. But like, I'm about to go party with Hulk Hogan. Like, like this nigga said, no, I I get it. Like I get it. Like you mean six championship, the last dance, aha, all that cool flash shit. But like, Hulk Hogan got these bitches, and like they bad. Like he's the king of this. Like a few episodes ago, we talked about how he left in the like he left in the beginning of the season, the middle of the season. He just decided to leave and go to Vegas for about forty hours or whatever. We talked about that, and that seemed like crazy to me. That seemed crazy, but then to go to leave in the middle of the finals is is even crazier. Like, <laughs> like we're not talking we're not talking about a game, just just a regular. NBA regular season game where it's 82 of them things. You can lose one. You can lose three here. You can lose four here. You can still possibly be in a playoff picture. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about, like, the playoffs. not And not just the playoffs. The playoffs. Not just the playoffs. We're talking about the NBA finals. Like, this is the peak of competition at the sport. And he said, y'all about to go party with Hogan. If like a player was to do that in today's era, you know how much, you know how, you know how bad Twitter would drag this nigga? Like, like, who was like, who was the who's the guy that we could possibly see doing that in today's era of basketball? Like, who was like, who was it? Like, I don't know, I don't know, fucking James Harden or somebody like that. Like, what if James Harden was just like, nah, I'm about to go party with fucking, with, <laughs> yeah, me and Chris Jericho about to go party and shit. Like, what if like that? That would be crazy. Like, you look at that nigga. Like, James Harden would would catch slack forever. He would not be able to live that down. But Ryman was so good at his job that he could miss practice 
miss a day of practice, go party with Hulk Hogan, come back the next game and ball the fuck out. Ball out. And be like a big reason of why they won. I believe that was the game where they blew the niggas out by like 50-some points. It was the lowest, the lowest scoring game, not just playoff game, but game period, since they, since they invented the shot clock in basketball. It's just crazy. I don't know, people. I don't know how people think that. I don't know. I don't know. Rodman's a different breed. I've seen this tweet. I think Bleacher Report might have tweeted it. Um, who you got? You got the 17 Warriors or the 96 Bulls? I think that's a good question. And in like a seven-game series, who you got? East versus West, who you got? Finals. I think I think I, I think I got the Warriors. I think I got the seventeen Warriors. And you're probably looking at me right now like, how can you say that when you just suck Jordan's dick for thirty minutes just now? I mean, it's easy how I can say that. Because Jordan may be the best player, but that team isn't like that wasn't a seventy three and nine team, but that team's still great. That 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 team had Kevin Durant on it and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Like, okay, Think about it this way. You put Jordan on Clay. You put Scotty on, 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 on fucking Kevin Durant. Who so who guarding Curry? Steve Kerr? Ron Harper? Dennis Robin on Draymond. Them two niggas like balance out. That's like two zeros. Like them niggas balance out. Cause neither of them niggas are really that big of a scoring threat. And I think that Rodman, Rodman, actually Rodman may Rodman may flip a couple games just like just with rebounding. Like seven game series. I think Rodman may flip a few games just by with rebounding. I think he just outworked Draymond. Like Draymond's a hard worker guy, but I think Rodman's just the ultimate hard worker guy. And I think he might I think he might flip a few games just because he's just like, I'm Dennis fucking Rodman. Like you're not gonna outwork me. I don't know. Like if I had to if I had to say right now, gun like gun to head, who wins in a seven game series, I think the Warriors win in seven. Like, that's my initial, like, my gut reaction is Warrior wins in seven. I think that when you got a seven-foot a seven foot forward who can handle, who can shoot, and Kevin Durant, I don't think that you can throw enough bodies at him and stop him. Like, cool, throw Scotty on him. He pulling up over Scotty easily. Cool, throw Jordan on him. Back him, back him the fuck down. Turn around jumper. Easy. Cool, throw Rodman on him. I Rodman not as quick as me. Like I, I think that Kevin Durant is the ultimate factor in that in that series. I think I think Curry, Curry and Clay definitely play like Curry and Curry and Clay may average like twenty points, twenty five points in that series, but I think Kevin Durant averaged about twenty nine, thirty. And I, I think he flips the series. Only reason and only reason I'm saying it go to seven is because they got MJ. Because they got Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan Michael Jordan Michael Jordan makes that makes it goes to seven. And it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a close like I didn't realize how like how low scoring those games was in the nineties. Like a lot of those games was like 84, 86. Like, ew. Nigga, that like some like that'd be like the beginning of the third quarter, like numbers in, in fucking today's NBA. Like, don't don't I don't wanna see that shit. Ew, 84, 86. I think that those I think that because they're playing the the Bulls, I think the scores go back to like that. Instead of like 120 to 119. I think that we go back to like maybe like I think we make somewhere in the middle like ninety seven to one hundred three or something like that. I think I think it go back to the middle. But one, I think I just for one, I just don't know if 
the Bulls have enough firing power to to compete with them? Like it's actually a great question. Like that isn't like the the I don't, so seventeen team wasn't a team that went seven three and nine. That was the sixteen team that went seven three and nine. The seventeen team, the seventeen team didn't go seven three nine. I know that for a fact because yeah, because LeBron beat the seven three nine team. Yeah, I see a lot of people. This is more like in totality of the documentary. I'm not really, I'm not really discussing episodes uh, eight and nine, I mean, nine to ten because a lot of, uh, like I said before, a lot of what I could learn, I learned in the first like eight episodes. So this is more of like totality speaking. But I see a lot of people on a TL still saying LeBron could never, and I'm just like, nah, he couldn't. But that's not the point. Like LeBron is great. Like LeBron is great in his own right. Like LeBron is the number two player of all time, and he's always gonna be number two. Just like unless there's never gonna be somebody who walks into the like. I can see the argument. Let me say. Let me say this now. I can see the argument for LeBron being number one. I can see the argument. I can see. Like I'm not going to shit on the argument. I I can 100 see the argument. So it makes sense to me why somebody would think that. But like, like let you add everything up. This nigga was the chosen one at 16 years old. From the time he was like 16, 15 years old, he had camera crews following him around, like from day one. And to live up to that, it's like the amount of pressure you put on a high school kid. Like I'm 22, so you I'm 22 right now. So think about when you were in high school. I I remember me. I remember being in high school. I remember being 16 years old. I couldn't think. I couldn't fathom having the amount of pressure that LeBron had on had on him in high school. And you having that on you, I couldn't do it. But LeBron dealt with that so gracefully. He's never, like, he's never been, really been a fuck up. Like, this nigga been in the public eye for two decades now. He's been in the public eye for two decades now. Not a single fuck up. The biggest mark on his career, the biggest scar on LeBron is the fact that he went to Miami and joined the super team. Right? That's the biggest scar on his on his body. That's the only one. But like, you know, I don't, I, 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 I can see the argument, and I'm not going to like get mad at anybody who says no, nah, LeBron's, LeBron's up there with the go time. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue with that. Makes sense, but um, yeah, um, I think I think I'm out done with this podcast today. Uh, just to give you guys an update, update. I did a podcast with my dad and my uncle Dre the other day. Um, it's about two hours of sports talk. Um, I think I'm going to start doing like people who listen to this podcast. You're probably so confused about what the fuck this podcast is, and I really don't know what the fuck this podcast is. My dad wants me like to find a niche, and like he and he wants a niche to be like like Philadelphia sports talk. But even if that's my niche, that's not a big enough like. That that won't take me as big as I want to go, so I don't. I, that's not the niche I'm looking for, but I'm going to do that. So just if anybody, so so for those who like enjoy these like Jordan talks, or like these sports talk that I have, I'm going to have these more often. But I'm going to bring my dad and my uncle Dre, and we're going to have like sports talk. Um, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop having like the conversations with me, with me, and my friends, me, me, Cam and Rob. That, those conversations won't stop. I'm going, I'm going to continue to do those because I think that's a different niche I'm in, like the whole like. How does like a early twenty year old think, and like how does like how is it like maneuvering through adult life? Like how like that conversation I think is important still because like even though a lot of it's just like us being nasty and like just giving it up about you know relationships and shit like that, I think that's still uh, uh, important. So I'm going to keep doing that. 
So I don't want to confuse anybody about what's happening to this podcast. Like I'm still going to, I'm still doing those with the homies. I'm, I'm just adding sports talk because sports something I, I care about. Like I've, like if you haven't noticed, I've done what this, 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 this will be six episodes on sports and there's no sports on right now. I've done the episode on every, epi- I've, I've done a podcast on, on every release of the Jordan doc. I did an episode on the NFL draft. So clearly I like to talk about sports. And I have a podcast, so this will be my outlet to talk about it. Like I just, I just have a place to put put these conversations that I have in my everyday life all the time. So I'm just putting them out to the world now. And you may not want to listen to those. I'm fine. Like that's okay. I understand if this isn't what you want to hear. Like I get it. I'm not going to force you to listen to it. Cool, whatever. Just skip these. Just know that later on we're going to have um we're going to have me Cameron Rock come and talk about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna start naming these. On the actual, like, listen to this while you should feed so that you know what the fuck you're clicking on. I just got to figure out what names. I think the podcast I do with the homies, is, I'm, I'm just calling it the Potting Mouse. And I'm going to keep the name and, and a number. I'm going to number it. I'm going to go back and do all that. So that's going to be the Potting Mouse. And um, whatever me and, my, me and my dad and my uncle do, I got to figure out a name for that. But just know that's how, let's know this is what the feed is going to look like for a little bit. Um, This podcast, usually I put it out like 7 a.m., it's now one twenty-five on Monday. It should be out by three o'clock. Uh, so it's coming out a little later than it usually does, but it's still it's coming. Obviously, you're hearing this right now. So I'm gonna thank everybody being for being so patient with me. Like I said, my sleep schedule is totally off now. But um, yeah, guys, I I I love all the support the podcast is beginning. I want to keep it going. Uh, video podcasts are coming soon. Uh, hopefully, you're watching this right now on our YouTube channel because I am recording this. I'm. For those who are listening, I'm we're looking dead into camera right now. So go, so go, so go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, it should be listened to this while you should. If it's not, I'm sorry because I haven't set it up yet. But uh, it should be listened to this while you should. But um, thank you for listening to another episode of the This Is Why You Should podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, the fast growing podcast, and history of podcasts. Do not Google that because it is a fact, though. Who are you gonna believe, me or Google? Once again, it's been me, your host, Dom Sharp. Uh, thank you guys. I love you guys. Uh, there's two things in the world that every human has: opinions and assholes. I so have. I so happen to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening. Well, thank you for listening to that whole podcast. You are appreciated. You are a gem, and I love you. And if you made it through that whole podcast, do me one more favor. Well, actually, three more favors. Go over to my Instagram page at Listen to This While You Shit. Give us a follow. Go over to our Twitter page. Listen and shit, give us a follow. And if you had the time left over, if you only if you had the time, go over to our Apple Podcast page and leave us a rating review. Tell us why you like the podcast or why you hate the podcast. Either way, I want to know. Give us a one star or five star. You let us know and tell me why so I can improve based off your review and I can get better. Only way I'm ever going to get better if you tell me why I suck. So thanks for listening.